It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And welcome to another episode of the Utopia Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Chisholm, and I'm joined by a smorgasbord of journalistic talent today. We've got sports editor Mel Booth, football writer Rory Benson, and video producer Ash Barami. It's his last day today, so he's, he's going to go in pretty hard on everyone. Um, you know, all, all those people he wanted to slag off, he's, he's got that time now. Uh, but we're going we're to review last week's frustrating loss to Zaha. <laughs> before previewing Saturday's match at the King Power Stadium. So, for the past few months, well, like even years, we've lamented Town's seeming inability to create clear-cut chances. And then against Palace, it looked like we'd solve that problem, only to be faced with a new one, which is an inability to take those chances. What are your thoughts, Mel? <laughs> Thanks for coming to me first. Always. Um, I think what... It was encouraging to see Town creating better quality chances. Steve Mounier should have buried that header after 17 minutes. That would have put a whole different complexion on events and the match as a whole. Um, and you cannot afford to miss chances like that, which may be something we come to later, but personally I would make a change up front. Having said that, I thought on the left-hand side the quality of the crossing was superb from Lerva. I thought he played outstandingly well. Uh, that was a massive improvement. On the right-hand side, Flo got into some really good positions, didn't quite produce the end product, so there was an imbalance there. Um, but I thought overall it was much more promising for town going forward. They looked like there was a pattern. They looked certainly like there was the, the purpose and the energy there from the team uh, and that was encouraging to see and I felt for them because they had no luck whatsoever so I did feel for town last week I thought that they were genuinely unlucky to come away from the game uh, with nothing uh, having played the way that they played obviously you can't go on saying that you've got to pick up points something which David Wagner was keen to stress in his press conference that He's not happy with where we are points-wise. He is happy with where we are performance-wise. So it's that tipping point. One's got to tip into the other, obviously. Otherwise, we're going to be in trouble down the line. But I thought it was an encouraging performance from town. I thought they didn't have any luck. But at the end of the day, a chance like that which fell early doors to Mounier has got to be taken. That gives you impetus puts the, the opposition on the back foot uh, and obviously Palace didn't feel that and they were able to take advantage. Rory? I think if, if you sort of look back to last season and some of the home games that they played, it, it was kind of weirdly similar to maybe the Bournemouth game where Town 1-4-1 were excellent, took that early chance as you mentioned through yeah. Pritchard, Pritchard on that day yeah. and then they just kicked on and, and really sort of put Bournemouth to the sword. I think it's easier to do that in the last part of the season when probably Bournemouth knew they were safe at that point 
Um, but that's what it kind of reminded me of, apart from they didn't get the luck and the, the chances didn't seem to fall to them. So, I don't know, it is encouraging. Um, I think if we start seeing more and more performances like that and the results still don't come, you know, then we're going to start worrying. You know, maybe 10 games into the season, if we're still looking like that, I think that's, that's when the alarm bells will start going. But for, for now, you would take... <laughs> As much as you'd want to take points, I think you would take that performance at this point in the season because it does show that they can create chances and they can put it away. And Mounier and De Poitre last season both showed that they can score as well. So, just one, well. just one addition to, to to that. We're just talking about points. It's it, it's a fine line because if Town had taken that early chance and won, we'd now be sitting here with five points from five games, having played Chelsea and Manchester mm. City, and you'd be thinking and Everton, that, and, and Everton away. To be fair, so you'd be thinking actually that's not too bad. Mm. A point a game virtually gets you there through the season, yeah. doesn't it? So you'd be thinking, so it's a fine margin at this stage. Very early doors. Yeah, well, that, if that was a win, I think they'd be mid-table, probably maybe a Just point below Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ash, do you think it was an interesting question someone asked at the press conference today about about clubs making their own look? And I think one of the journalists right asked them that. And I was thinking, in the second half, other than that Moy chance, I can't really think straight away off the top of my mind too many good chances Town made in that second half. And I was just always looking towards Alex Pritchard. Alex Pritchard, if he came on in, he was in that number 10 position, maybe a change of formation as well, could maybe have just given Town one or two more chances and maybe even got that equaliser. I mean, because this is one of the debates, isn't it? When he went to change it up, he brought on De Poitre, went to up front, we've discussed this at length, they don't work well together. For me, if you're going to go a bit more direct, you want someone like Pritchard who can win the second balls, make runs off in behind, whereas... The, t- the top two just seem to be very static and they seem- it seems to be like we're a man down. Yeah, they want to do the same thing, don't they? They want to go to the ball and win the yeah. flick on for someone else, which is why Alex Pritchard would be a, a decent option to have there. Or at Chelsea last year, he played uh, Rajiv Van Lepara as the mm-hmm. other striker off to Poitra. Just someone with a bit of pace to mix it up because there's only so many times you can go route one in the Premier League when you know the centre-backs will head them away all day. Tell to that be, to, to, Neil to be fa- To be fair to Ash as well, at half-time in the Palace game, it was the first thing he said yeah. Pritchard because we've got to change things somehow we were 1-0 down yeah. got to change things somehow Pritchard would be the way to go that obviously is not how David Wagner saw it, it just why, seems why do you think that's not the case he, I think he, he, his explanation was that ta- he felt Town were far better attacking them wide than down the middle where between the two lines they're strong that was his explanation I mean we are putting a lot of crosses in but none of them seem to be effective I think the question boils down to whether you keep going with a formation that you think that you believe in or you go to your strongest team built up of the best players which is probably some kind of 4-3-3 four, three, three, four, yeah something like that five, the 4 one. Two, three, one. I mean yeah. this was a, a squad based on the fact that they were going to play 4-2-3-1 when they first came up from the championship they've obviously brought in a few wide players now but I would say their their best creative player is a number ten, and if you're playing five at the back, you're not going to have room for that number ten. So it just seems a waste to leave Alex Pritchard on the bench, especially that he's only really had, you know, he's only had sort of fits and starts really in the team. He's not really been able to have that stretch of games, and I'd like to see him do it because I think he's got absolutely loads of quality. I don't want to criticise him too much, but that I means think... that he wants to criticise him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that means. No, I just th- I just thought. I mean, I, I don't know if I heard this correctly, but his his focus was Crystal Palace are strong down the middle, and that's why he went for wider mm. players. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
But I just think focus on your own team's strengths and players. Which was always David Wagner's mantra, wasn't yeah. it? And it does seem since that Tottenham game last year, he's changed that. He's much more reactive. Well, I remember the Arsenal away match last year, Town lost 5 0. Um, that, I think that was probably one of the back. first time yeah. we saw three at the yeah, back. Yeah, and he went to sort of go. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. went to sort of face Arsenal as they were, sort of take them on. But I don't know, it didn't work then. I'd, like, I'd just like to see Pritchard start because I do think he could be the, the key to town scoring more goals. Speaking of creative players who are the, the key to team scoring goals, Mr Zaha, would anybody like to contribute <coughs> to the ongoing debate? Which is very civil on social media, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're all looking at each other. It was, a, it was a fantastic goal, let's put it that way. Um, and he took advantage of the fact that we were a little bit at sixes and sevens and no one wanted to put a challenge in. We need to do more of that. We need to put defenders under pressure in the box. Mm -hmm. So I would turn it round and say it's a good example to us of what we need to do, how we need to attack when we get near the box. Um, uh, I thought some of the play acting was way over the top and the reaction to how we... I don't think he was kicked up Hill and Downdale by Huddersfield Town in the slightest so I think that sort of criticism um, and that sort of reaction maybe it's designed because he's just coming back into the team to get referees to be sympathetic etc further down the line but I don't think he was roughly treated by Town at all and I think he himself in his reaction and flooring Flo Hadajanai was quite lucky actually not to get more severe punishment Match of the day showed it afterwards, and they showed him getting fouled. And literally after one tackle, they, sh they just showed him reacting badly. Yeah. So it's not like he got f there was bad tackles or he was getting fouled after foul after foul. Yeah. Maybe one, one I, two. I also don't that the tackle that we're talking about the the Zanka tackle. It was just a trip. But I think Zanka just was a bit late to the the, the pass was short. He was Shameless late to the ball. He went short, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was no. I, you know, like he said after the game, like, oh, you know, I'm gonna. Does it take me to break a leg to get these? That is not a leg-breaking challenge. That is a poorly timed, possibly cynical foul because he's going to go through on goal. Yeah. I agree that it was a yellow card. I agree that it was a professional foul, and I think any defender in that situation would make exactly the same tackle. There's, there's there was a, there's a far worse one actually. Was it Chekiotti uh, in the middle of the field uh, on um, uh, Phil Billing? which was a far, far worse challenge, and there was no card issued for it because play went on for quite a while afterwards, yeah. and eventually the referee just dropped it. But that should have been, if not, a, a it, 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 it was a yellow card challenge for sure. It, it wasn't issued, but it was close to being a red. I've seen reds given yeah. for those, and that tackle went totally unpunished. There's this narrative, isn't there, that Zaha is one of the best players out of the top six. No one can understand why he's not in the top six. But I think maybe the answer to that is lies in his reaction after the game, that the top players kind of go on, don't they? They get on with it. And it seems that he's willing to make a lot of excuses for himself um, and kind of pluck them out of thin air. Um, can we take any positives from the Palace game? Chances. Chances made, I think, 100%. If you're making chances, it's only sooner or later that you're going to start putting them away and that's well. just my <laughs> I mean even with I mean you look at town they've still got this. the players they've got right now can only improve and Benza Diakabi they can only get more used to England they can, they can only really get better so 
that that is something that town can look towards and yeah. look from goals from. I agree. Like they, they've had forty shots this season. Fifteen of them came against Crystal Palace, which tells you just how much better, more attacking football they were play, they were playing there. Although out of the forty shots that they've had. 17 are outside the box so it still shows that although they're maybe getting more chances they are still having to shoot from distance because we're not they're still not breaking down teams and as I much as they did more apparently. I think along with Newcastle that's the, the lowest shot rate in the entire Premier League yeah it's, it can well let's hope it can only improve um, there were encouraging signs in our approach play I thought there was quite a bit of purpose about it I thought we looked like we knew what we were doing and we wanted to attack which I think the criticism sort of early season at times had been that we don't actually look like we want to attack. We're just mm. sitting there waiting to be beaten. But I think that, you can't say that about the Palace match. I think we got forward um, much more encouragingly. Um, and I think people have got to be encouraged to have, have a go. Maybe the introduction of, of Pritchard might bring more chances, more shots on goal from more promising positions. Um, but whether we're going to see that, I don't think we'll see that this weekend. I don't think Pritchard will play. My my, I, I know that there was a lot of positives to say from that that Palace game. The performance was good and that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I, I completely buy into that. that created more chances that game than any other game. My issue is that that was Crystal Palace at home. If you're not going to attack against anyone, if you're Crystal Palace at home is one of the games that you're going to attack and you're going to think we're going to get three points there. My issue is when it's teams like Leicester away, whether David Wagner will set up with five at the back and sit back and just look to frustrate them and take a point. Against Everton, yeah, that was a good point. Against Leicester, I'd just like to see a bit more a bit more sort of attacking impetus and really go out there and, and sort of show what town are all about. That's what got them into the Premier League in the first place. Go and don't be scared of someone, just go and take them on. I understand you can't do that against the likes of Spurs when they took them apart last season, Arsenal, all these teams. But I think you've got to draw the line somewhere. And for me, Town, are, town can go toe-to-toe with pretty much anyone from 8th and below, ninth mm. and below. I think it league. happened at Everton though, didn't it? I don't think we were, we were you know, we, we were in we're defensive pretty, mode versus yeah. Everton. I thought we were in our sort of counter-attacking sort of positive mode. And I hope it's much the same at Leicester. Mm-hmm. Should, should we talk about Leicester then? Mm. Uh, is this the perfect time to play them? They've had a Relatively bad start. They're on, they're on six points. Morgan is suspended. Uh, Puel said that he's likely to rest Maguire. I mean, I don't know what that says about uh, his <laughs> um, assessment of our threat, but surely this is the best time to play a team like Leicester. I think there's a lot of uh, rumours about the manager as well at this point, that kind of thing. And I think he was linked to to be sacked over the summer as well but somehow stayed there's an issue with them getting a flight or getting a bus down to Bournemouth as well that the players oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. as well there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things it's going on it's not like it's the two or three you know, Ariba yeah. I'm sure it's a lovely <laughs> bus <laughs> I, t- I think you can you could take it in two ways you could say yeah Leicester they've had a poor start to the season you know they'll continue in that vein but then you know at some point they will probably turn it around they've got enough quality to do that and whether they think whether this is the week that it's going to happen. And is this knows? on the Leicester Live podcast? So they saying this is the perfect time to play Huddersfield, turn our season around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be exactly the same for both teams. Like both of that. I'm glad we're not playing one of the top six. To be perfectly honest, mm. I think having had an encouraging performance, I think there is an opportunity at Leicester for us to go and be positive, 
and to maybe get that result that no one expects so or few expect should I say so I think it's a good opportunity for town against one of the teams who they ought to as Rory puts it be able to go toe to toe with and I, I think it's a, it's a good chance I think it's not a bad match for town to have I think they need to get points on the board as well I think Leicester like you say they're sort of there for the taking this week and with Spurs next up and Burnley away coming yeah. you know you, you can't you don't want to get cut adrift no. no and I hope that attitude thing that you hinted at there Jim is, is right I hope that they do think mm. that this is a match where they can take the foot off the gas a little bit and they're going to coast to a victory because that's when town perhaps well, can really cash in the Maguire thing you know dropping Maguire seems to suggest mm. that they're not as concerned as, as they might be about other teams I mean I know that, that they've said that he hasn't necessarily come back in, in the best shape or recaptured his form, but he's played pretty well when I've seen him for Leicester this season. And I, with, Mor- with Morgan out, it seems like... A... I just think one of the players that he had a really bad, horrible time against last season was Lauren Dupatra. He ter- Dupatra turned him, That didn't turn he? was ridiculous. And I think all game, Harry Maguire is good in the air, Lauren Dupatra is equally as good in the air, and they had a really good battle. And I think... Dupatra won that battle with his goal and everything like that so I think so do you think he should start? No, I think I, I don't know Johnny Evans is back for Leicester so I, you know, I imagine he'll start they've got this the, uh, Chaglas Soyonku, the, the Turkish defender I don't know whether he'll start both of them but I think it's actually you could say it's smart from Claude Puel to say Harry Maguire needs a rest mm. against one of the strikers that did give him a bit of a run around last year and you said you think we that is the the eternal Munier versus Dupatra debate. I think Steve Munier has had he's had five goals at it yeah. so far. Hasn't found the net. Um, I, I'm not I'm not wouldn't hammer him for his performances at all. I think he's he's done some good things, but he hasn't found the net. The, for the very reason that Rory said, you've you know you've got a guy there, Dupatra, who when he comes on, he seems to he I call it an inclusive style. He seems to bring more people into it and make things happen more so than Mounier who can tend to drift away from it a little bit um, so I personally would make the change I'd start with Dupatra I don't see what we've got to lose to be honest um, I would start with him um, and maybe that might open the door maybe for maybe for, for Pritchard but I don't think so I think from what David Wagner was saying in the press conference I think he will play five at the back. I think Moy and Billing will certainly play. Van Lepara will certainly play. Uh, and I think he might stick, even though he took him off last week, stick with Kachunga. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Eric Durham either on the right-hand side. So from the press conference today, Durham's back. Yeah. Congo, Congolo, Congolo is fit. fit and Hogg is also available yeah. for selection. I think from... My reading of what David Wagner said was that Hogg maybe will be on the bench. Might have read it wrong, of course, no. but that was my reading. And I, I think Moyen Billing, the way he was talking them up, will definitely start. He also mentioned Van Lepara unprompted, so that that again suggests he will start. Um, then you've got that spare... If, if he does go five at the back, you've got that spare place. Kachunga, Danny Williams... Or Pritchard. 
I don't know. Williams gives you legs, though. He's a, he's a bit more. I'd like to see Williams. Yeah, yeah, I think he's that. He's got a yeah. bit of bite. He's dynamic. He can do his job at the back. He can go yeah. forward. He just carries the team, doesn't he? The way he bursts through is not. Whereas Moy and Billing play that sort of deep lying playmaker role, and the movement maybe isn't there. It was that West Brom game away last year, wasn't it? When he got injured that same game and he missed yeah. the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably one of the best players on the pitch that day as well. So should we have some predictions then? Mel, we'll start with you. I think Town are going to take at least a point, and I think we will score. We would score if we did score. <laughs> Lauren de Plattre. Good shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think Town are going to win it, actually. Yeah. Um, Bold. I think everything seems to be clicking defensively, apart from Man City. Um, and hopefully up front it's starting to click now. I'm going to go 1 0, because I can't see him scoring two. Who scores? Uh, Harry Maguire, own goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I wasn't sitting at this table right now, I would have probably have opted for a Leicester win, but. These two have made me so much more optimistic that town is going to get something. So it's your last day. Come on. So, yeah, yeah, that as well. I'm I'm actually going to go for one one. I think I do think I I've, I think town will score this weekend, regardless of what happens. And I do think I'm going to go for either whichever striker starts, Mooney or De Potter. Right now, it's it's uncertain, but I think with the chances town made last week, if they'd make a chance similar like this week. I think they will score. It'll probably be Zanka from a Lerva free kick, won't it? We'll yeah, that. yeah. Or someone on the end of a Phil Billing long throw. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, could, here's for hoping. Here's for yeah, hoping. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we'll have a, a shorter episode this week because I turned up really late, so I've got a lot of stick for that. No hard but feelings. No I did feelings, get Jim. three cupcakes, <laughs> two, two of which, are, which are lovely, That's to be fair. One every ten minutes. Um, so, thanks for listening. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, only five star as we always say and I, I, I'll, I'll leave it with you to a message to the people of Huddersfield before <laughs> you leave message to the people of Huddersfield god I, I mean to the literally tens of people that are listening <laughs> <laughs> no I just think just enjoy it you got, you've just got to enjoy the season I mean just think back to before town got promoted people thought oh yeah going to these away grounds if you go to town every week home and away just enjoy the experience enjoy the atmosphere and support your team wonderful advice so until next time keep the faith